Welcome to Create Momentum for Positive Mindset. Today, my guest is uh, Mubashir Nazir. He's, a, he's an entrepreneur. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Assalamu alaikum. I pray you're well. And to all the people who will be watching this, how you all doing? Hope you're well. I'm all good and doing well. As you know, it's a sunny day today because, uh, you know, weather... It's a, sunny it... day. it's a sunny day down south. It's not a sunny day up north. All my friends have been sending me these lovely videos of the sun and we've had overcast. Yeah. But we've not been enjoying it here. So, uh, Nazir, uh, please tell me a yeah. little bit about yourself and what your likes and interests are. Well, first and foremost, Asalaamu Alaikum. My name is Mabashi Nazir. Everyone calls me Bash. Uh, I am the ripe old age of 35. Uh, about myself, nothing much to say besides I like to do business and it keeps me on my toes. And I, Alhamdulillah, with uh, what I've been able to achieve, I've been able to look after my family, um, my friends, my colleagues. Uh, so, Alhamdulillah, I, uh, I really can't complain. Um, being self-employed, I didn't originally envisage it when I was younger, but we are here now and I've been in business now for 12 years. Alhamdulillah, I can't complain. I can't complain at all. Uh, but yeah, what I like and don't like is uh, I'm a big football guy. I'm a Manchester United fan. It keeps me, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to talk about the last kind of six or seven seasons, especially this last one. But uh, yeah, I'm a big United fan. I also like to uh, unwind by watching other sporting events such as UFC or boxing or even WWE. It's uh, something I grew up watching with my father and my brothers. Apologies about the noises. And uh, kind of kept you up to date as well. So that's me in a nutshell, my friend. That's good to know. And just want to say you that uh, everybody, as you know, they do nine to five. They are stuck in... Uh, one place and sometimes they hate their job mm -hmm. they don't want to do business because it's a it's just a small example i'll give you people want to go heaven but they don't want to die yeah so when you started a business so you never wanted to do a nine to five and um what was your thinking when you are growing up or were you in a college so you always wanted to do um always wanted to start a business that's what you wanted to do in all honesty, uh, in the environment that I grew up with, uh, or grew up in, sorry, um, there wasn't many prospects for a lot of us. Um, there wasn't any. We, our future outcomes were either factory workers or taxi drivers. We, unfortunately, the town that I live in is a very, very deprived town. Statistically, it's been more than that as well. So while I was growing up, obviously, our prospects or job prospects weren't entirely the best. Um, however, I knew I wanted a better life. And the only way I could achieve it was to do more. Being tied down to a nine to five, I couldn't achieve much in that period of time. If you include the traveling and everything, so on and so forth, I was shattered by the evening. And I knew it was just paying the bills and I was making ends meet. I couldn't go any further. I had a growing family. I needed something for myself for the future as well. So I took the risk. I took the risk. I had a very small amount of money at the time and I invested it. And Alhamdulillah, 12 years later, I'm standing in front of this uh, screen talking to you about it. So yeah. if you don't take the risk, you ain't going to see the reward. You ain't going to. And the way I saw it was to put a positive twist on things. I never, ever said 
I need to do this. I've always, Alhamdulillah, I have an I have a attitude of gratitude. Alhamdulillah, I'm able to do this. So I twisted it. So rather than, oh, I need to go to work, I need to do this, I need to do that. It's a bit of a negative approach to things. And it puts you, it keeps you there. Rather than thinking, Alhamdulillah, I'm very fortunate to do this, which I am. I truly, truly am very fortunate to be um, self-employed uh, and to be my own business, uh, to be a businessman in this day and age, especially. Uh, plus, from my humble beginnings, like I said, unfortunately, many of us didn't have many prospects. Regardless of how well we did in school, the North-South divide at that period of time in my life was pretty rife. So it was pretty hard to get into a well-paid uh, job. Very, very hard. But Alhamdulillah, persevered. And I finally chose to stop doing a 95 and to better myself. Here we are. Yeah, of course. The the more risk you take, the more profits will come and the better life you Indeed. will live. Indeed. As the saying goes, no risk, no reward. So what challenges do you face day-to-day -day basis in business? Day-to-day -day, as a precise moment in time because of COVID. Yeah, to get the right employees. It took me a long time to get the right employees. COVID, I said this respectfully, what I'm about to say. A lot of people during COVID went to the platform of TikTok. They didn't have inspiration. However, it takes a lot to adapt into a business life. And a lot of people started demanding more, if that makes sense. I'm all for paying good wages, so on and so forth. However, it has to come with the work. You can't demand X and just want to work Y, if that makes sense. A lot of people have these hopes and ambitions, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it, for them to follow their dreams. However, we live in reality. COVID has finished now, and we're back into the swing of things. In the hospitality industry, which I'm in, it is absolutely atrocious to get decent employees. And I'm not just talking about a northern thing. It's all around the country. A lot of people are struggling to get decent staff in, decent employees in. That's probably been one of the biggest hurdles I've had and having to adapt over the last two years. I COVID coming in, it was a big change in business, a big change, uh, not just for myself, but many, many other businesses. I'll give you an example. Nobody expected you could get delivery from McDonald's. Now it's normal. Click over your phone, you've got a little fish to your doorstep. KFC, these are major billion dollar brands. They had to adapt and come into the delivery platform as well. And this is one of the things that we've had to do. We've had to change our business from being a dining-in service to more of a delivery service at the moment. Until, obviously, the pressures or... Until I said the concerns of COVID alleviate. Because they're still there. They're still there. People are still afraid to go out and dine out. It has... The dining experience has taken a big hit, a big impact. But one has to persevere. To survive and to, be, to sustain an income, you have to persevere and go with the times. And Alhamdulillah, I was able to do that. That's really great. And uh, the one thing is that people will never understand. the Because, see, the people who are working on uh, uh, hourly basis, they will mm -hmm. just pay it on our, our basis. But to increase your mm -hmm. value, you have to be outstanding. Outstanding is literally you're standing Indeed. high the rest of the people. So Indeed. it's need a lot of work. 
to be there. When it the ma market market say I can pay you ten pound, the person is expecting I should be paid fifteen pound. But the person has to see what skill set and talent he has, what he's demanding. Exactly. So, and that I have never had an issue with. Uh, my previous employees, I'll give you an example. Five of my employees have been with me nearly eight years. Eight years. So they must have been paid sufficiently well enough for them to have stayed in employment with me over that period of time. However, I knew what they brought to the table. I like to create a team. I like to create a team that we're all in the same focus, same goal. It's a smooth operation. I've had issues where staff have come in and you do get certain employees, do not get me wrong, who think differently, who like to complain, who like to uh, nitpick at little things that, in all honesty, doesn't concern them. Managing and the running of the business, the onus is on me, not on my employees. I have a management structure in place as well that can deal with that. However, when you've got, you know, um, employees coming in, as you said, demanding, that's... I, as an employee, have to see what you bring to my table, how you can increase and grow my business. When I throw it back on the, when I'm doing interviews of late, which I've been doing quite a lot, it's been a normal thing that I've realized pre-COVID and after COVID. People's demands have increased, which look, I respectfully understand. Inflation is going high. Everyone's bills are going high. Cost of living is going high. I, again, respectfully, I do understand that and I'm all for it. I'm willing to participate in that. However, you have to bring a certain caliber to the table to match that wage. You can't just demand and expect me to give you when you're doing half of the work that I expect you to do. And a lot of people don't understand the aptitude it takes to run and sustain a business. I have to think 10 steps ahead. I can't think just for the next day or just for today. I have to forward plan. And with me forward planning, it means I have to get my staff to do certain things as well. Part of my team, my core circle, they're all well aware of their duties and how to run and sustain the business and keep it going, even for, God forbid, if I'm not here. I've put that structure in place. I know when you bring in new employees and you try to get them into that bracket as well, they don't really want to know. They just want to earn their money and go home. There's no passion in work. There's no pride in your work anymore. This is what companies look for. Not just me. If you go to any company, let's go to a corporate company. If you're just a normal employee in there and you're not standing out and you're not willing to climb up the ladder and you're not willing to outshine your empl uh, fellow employees, uh, your colleagues, the utmost respect, they're going to treat you like everybody else. However, if you bring value to the table and they see your value, they will match that and they will increase your wage, obviously, and treat you in the appropriate manner for your level of work that you do. This is all I said to my employees whenever I train them or whenever I take interviews. And I'll put you in this position. However, there's other positions within my company that I can fit you into, depending on where you wish to go. Some people's ambitions are not so high. I guess we're, all, we're not all the same. We're not all the same. However, some people do have hunger, drive, passion. And I'm all for helping them getting from there to here. I've had employees that have worked with me that started off as just minimum wage. Now I've helped some of them. I've helped four of them open their own businesses. Alhamdulillah. Still friends. I have no hard feelings, but I can't expect every single one of my employees to stay with me. As much as I would like to, I can't. They will want to move on and better themselves. Because I've done a lot in business as well and been through the rigmarag of it, 
it's easier process for me to help him from get from A to B rather than struggling like I have had to. It's taken me 12 years to get to where I am. It's not an overnight success. Uh, but alhamdulillah, I've been very fortunate that I can help those individuals. But you are right in what you said, Bai. You are very right in what you said. Times have changed. COVID and pre-COVID, two different eras. Two very, very different eras. Okay. I just want to say to you one thing about the COVID. COVID, um, if uh, I'm not saying for everybody it was same, but a lot of people, it has been a blessing in disguise. And another thing, um, I am in a similar shoes. I work with the other colleagues. They don't take pride in their work or do the work ac accordingly as it should be done <laughs> because it's, they will leave it for somebody else. If I'm doing something, the guy, uh, I mean, my colleague will call me, oh, you need to do this. Why he doesn't go and um, fulfill the duty by himself, then I could do something else. What you're saying is absolutely right. If you think in an employee mindset, then, you know, success is not there. And whatever, I was just listening to one guy. He said, if you're earning 100 pound, do the work for 1,000. The reward will be paid. But unfortunately, we are human and uh, impatience. That's the reason. Very, very impatient. We are very yeah. impatient. So I have another question for you. How Please. social media affects the business nowadays? It's a very good question. There's pros and cons to social media. Uh, the, there's pros and cons to social media. Pros being a wider range of audience, a much wider range of audience than we used to get previously. You can advertise for free on social media if you know how to use the tool of social media. Um, so wider audience, you can advertise for free, so you're, you can put budget into it as well. But if you know what you're doing, free marketing is always good. It's always good. And cons being, cons being a lot of people have self-entitled opinions. And I respect that. I really, really do. However, a lot of people on social media don't know how to express their cons. They go from a grievance to downright slander. And sometimes a business reputation can be ruined. It really can be ruined. I'll give an example. Over the period of 12 years I've been doing this, especially in this business that I'm in, um, I've had a few cheeky, cheeky, cheeky uh, remarks put on social media. However, Look, I'm a human being too as well. Put my business aside as a human being as well. It's not nice to see certain things and read certain things uh, that are extremely slanderous. So we have to respond in a very professional way and to deal with certain issues. Uh, but people try to extort me as well, believe it or not, just because they are, just because they may not have been happy with something. Now, as a way to deal with things, I have to be extremely professional in when it comes to business and dealing with things. I have to deal with responses in a certain way. It's not nice. However, as I said, social media has its pros and cons. You can do good business and promote well and gain a massive audience nationwide if you need to or further afield. And your product is out there more often. The more I see a product, the more visible it is, the more chances you are to get some sort of custom. I'll give you an example. In my hospitality industry previously, most people relied on what you would class as 
let's just take this. This is not my own, but let's just take this. We have one of these menus. This isn't worth the paper it's written on anymore. Me and you get mail. Most of us get mail. What do we do when it's junk mail like this? We just throw it in the bin. We don't look at it anymore. We're used to contraptions in our hands and flicking through. Social media has made it so easy, so easy to get your product out there to game business, especially in my kind of the hospitality industry. But like I said, both ways, it has its pros and it has its cons. However, you just got to deal with it with a more cooler head. Like I said, with the cons, deal with a bit more sabr, a bit more patience. As you said, a lot of people are impatient. Sometimes I can be too as well. Like I said, I am a human being. Being an employer and, a, uh, and an entrepreneur is a separate thing, but I am also a human being. So one has to bite one's lip sometimes for the betterment of the brand and the business. Of course. As you answered it, how professionally you can grow in social media as the pro and cons. Indeed. So Indeed. I just want to ask you, as you are an entrepreneur, let's say I'm working, any workers are doing minimum wage. So I want to establish a business for starting at least I want to earn between just giving a range of 500 and 1000 with my work. So what you suggest, I mean, from your industry or anything else where I can make a small side hustle? Yeah, um, small side hustle. Someone who's on a normal minimum wage or just on a salary. Whatever first you suggest is do your research. A lot of people are going into business without doing much research. They're looking at a few YouTube videos. They're looking at a few videos on TikTok or any other social media platform. That's fine. That's how you gain ideas. Researching is something. Bringing your idea to fruition. Where's your customer base? Who is your customer base? What are you selling? What price point should you be selling at? This is a research a lot of people don't do. They just grab a product and think, okay, I'm going to charge this much. This is how much profit I'm going to make. Okay, that's fair. But what about your competition? Nobody looks at the competition side of it. So first and foremost, I would say, do your research. Have a little, <coughs> excuse me, have a little money saved up as well. Because you're going to need a bit, you're going to need finance to do anything. Anything. So to start off, so as a side hustle, best idea I'll give you. Even if you've got zero finances. Going to Gumtree, going to Facebook, buy products for free. The people who are getting rid of stuff for free. There's a lot of stuff that a lot of, lot of items that people are just throwing away. They just want it away from their property. Whether it be furniture, electrical goods, so on and so forth. If you haven't got an idea to make money, if you don't have a business plan or anything like that in place, so a very simple way to flip and make very very quick easy cash. A lot of it is on your doorstep within your area, for example, being Gumtree. Uh, now, that's one way. Another way, a lot of people into buying and selling or cryptocurrency, which is a new fad. And I call it a fad. I don't see it fruition lasting. It's fluctuating in prices. People are putting money into cryptocurrencies and with the utmost respect, NFTs, where they have no idea about them. They have lived luck, a lot of knowledge. They see somebody screaming down their phone who's given this smart response and you're thinking, I should put money into this without doing any due diligence or any research into it. People applying money into something and then seeing it go up by a penny and then down by 10 pounds or something and 
that's not how I do business. And that's not how many people like me who do business. We don't rely on that. That's a, a new Ponzi scheme. And I say Ponzi scheme because this is, it's not verified by any legislation. There's always another coin coming out, always. You can't physically see this coin. Yes, I understand the financial benefit of it, but that's someone with a bit of financial acumen. You've got a lot of young adults who are wasting their money away in NFTs and uh, Bitcoin or whatever the cryptocurrency. I would highly advise, don't waste your money. If you want to make a quick income, very quickly, buying and selling online social media sites, it's a very good, easy way. You're not paying anything for your marketing. You're not paying anything for housing your goods. You can literally just pick it up, pop it online, sell it. Within a day, it's sold. You may have made £50, you may have made £100. On the other flip side, another quick, easy business. Sweets. Why is there sweets? Because they're not perishables. Perishables meaning they don't go out of date. They have a long shelf life. You can package them into different weights. You can buy, it's cheap and cheerful to buy these sweets and pack them into goods, whether they're halal or not halal whichever preference you are, or kosher. And that's a quick, easy way. Look, I'd love to say, talk about business and a lot of other things, but I'm trying to understand someone from a 95 or someone who's just on a minimum wage with a, unfortunately, not a high budget. But I'm doing this. I've seen people make two, 300 pounds a week extra. You need to have a strong social network as well to be able to do this. So grow your social network. By that, what I mean, your friends are your first point of business. They are the first people who should be helping you in business. So have a strong, strong social side and a friendship, a friend side where they can promote your business for you. Going back to another thing, presence. More I see something, the more somebody wants to buy something. A lot of people go off trends nowadays. So I would suggest one of them two things. Like I said, social, go onto Gumtree, go onto Facebook marketing, see what free items are available. Hey, you've got to put in a bit of hard work to flip something to make some cash. Rome wasn't built in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. So start somewhere. As long as you start somewhere, keep moving forward. You have to keep moving forward. So we have to start. So that's something I would suggest, right? Top of my head. Of course. Of course, it's right. Flipping things is one of the great things to start with. And then um, uh, you can uh, go through wherever your destination is. You're going to go. I have a last question. And after this, we wrap up. So as you no, know, no. Ma many successful people, they always read books. I mean, different kinds of books. There is self-development books, but it depends what kind of a book do you read. So what do you suggest to people? They should read books or... Some people like to listen. Like nowadays, there are podcasts out there for different uh, uh, different categories. There are, there are. Indeed, you're right. Um, yes, reading. I'm a firm believer in reading. Um, the reason why I said that is my education stopped at 16. I had to, my lifestyle at the time was different. So I didn't go into further education. However, when I became fortunate enough to come to a position where I had no mentor, I had no one guiding me, I had no podcasts, I had no going to YouTube and gain this information or gain that, or there was no TikTok even then. Um, so the first book I read was The 48 Laws of Power 
Why? By Robert because Green. I'm going out there into the big bad world. Yes. I'm going out there into the big bad world. Now, I... To be taken seriously in the world of business, you have to be some form of entity. And what I mean by that is you have to have a persona about you. You have to have, more importantly, you have to have confidence. Confidence is key. So I read that book. Even though I was pretty confident myself, I needed to adapt and learn more things. Um, I'm not going to lie. I read uh, quite a lot of hadiths as well of uh, our beloved Prophet, Azubah and I gained a lot of knowledge, a lot of knowledge. And respectfully after that, um, I have read a fair few of the books, but that's just for mental stimulation, if that makes sense. Um, look, there's no, there's no rule book to any form of business. You adapt and you learn and you have to think on the spot. When you become a business a person, whether it's a businessman or a woman, the book ends with you and the onus is on you. The full responsibility and liability is on you. So a lot of pressure on your shoulders. However, keep a cool head. Keep a very, very cool head. And you have to be able to think on the spot, deal with problems. A lot of problems I've suffered, they've come with experience. They've not because, because I've read a certain book. However, I think most people need to read a book on self-confidence because a lot of people, unfortunately, in this day and age do lack that, especially this young generation because, like ourselves, we've opened a generation without social media or internet. So we're okay in dealing with the reality and social media. However, a lot of these young adults have just, all they know is social media. Out in the world, they'll walk around by and they'll be on their phones or they'll have their head down. That's zero confidence. As a businessman, if I'm going to get into business with somebody uh, or so on and so forth, or if I wish to do business, I will look and see where the confidence is because I'm not going to plow any money into an individual who I don't, I'm not confident in. So reading-wise, yes, I do heavily encourage to read. Okay. Mental stimulation, you learn more knowledge. You learn a lot more knowledge. But in the sense of reading other books in business, no. I do it for mental stimulation. But I did read the Four-Year Laws of Power. I did like that book. I did like that book. But that was many, many years ago. That was many years ago. But ever since, like I said, I regularly do read the Hadith and the Grand Park and the English translation. So I have a better understanding. And I utilize it in my, in my business as well. I look, my faith comes first for me. My faith will always come first for me. Hence why I use the Hadiths and the Grand Park to help. That's really good. And um, in business, you have, um, I mean, heard about if you have, uh, if you have read a lot of hadiths, that Hazrat uh, uh, Abdurrahman bin off, number one businessman. I mean, whatever he left, nobody can leave that much. I mean, if yeah. you count it today's Crazy. world. And you are absolutely right what you're saying, but there's something which uh, you cannot see in the book, and uh, you have to take your practical knowledge and put it into experience that's how you get it so i have to say to you mubashir thank you very much for today coming in giving me my that pleasure. respect Absolutely and uh, and uh, you had i mean contributed towards the create momentum podcast and before i thank go any message to your friend colleagues family one one Life is going to throw many, many hurdles at us, whether it's in business or in just our day-to-day -day lives. 
we don't stop. We have to keep moving forward. Nobody is going to do anything for us besides us. What I mean by that is, you want a better life? You want not just in success in business, you just want a better life. Keep moving forward. If you stay stagnant on where you are, you're not going to move. You're not going to grow. Look, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a beauty of repentance. Why? Because we then keep moving forward. They're not, they're not asking us to be perfect. There's one perfect creation that is our beloved Prophet We are creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what they expect from us is progress. Meaning, my father used to say, keep moving forward. Regardless of what life throws at you, you have to stay positive. And that's always been my message to my colleagues, to my employees, to my family, to my friends, or any other younger individual I see. They see a problem. They focus on the problem, not on the solution. I look at the solution and then keep going forward. We all have hurdles. Allah subhanahu wa is guaranteed in this life, you're going to get tested. Do we stop with every test? No. We don't. We have to keep moving. Right? We have to keep moving. Plus, it builds up your mental health as well. And I mean that respectfully. It does. We're in an era where mental health is plaguing a lot of people. It is. So all I said to people is just keep persevering. Regardless if you made nothing in business, I have friends who call me all the time. Some businesses, some of my friends' businesses are doing, alhamdulillah, very well. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless more barakat. Some unfortunately are not. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase their barakat as well. However, it's like motivate them. Like they will motivate me, I'll motivate them as well. So good group of circle as well. Uh, but keep moving forward. Keep persevering. If I had stopped at every single time I had a bad day, I would have been out of business over a decade ago. I wouldn't have been sat here talking to you. Patience. Going back on something you said, sabr. We're in an era of, uh, we don't have a lot of patience. And it's something that a lot of people need because I can't respectfully say this enough. Where I was 12 years ago, where I am now, it's taken me time. It's not an overnight success. This is what people don't see. It's not an overnight success. People like to, in the era we're in, people like to emulate them process without putting any of the work in, if that makes sense. Yeah. They like to emulate them process, but they don't want to do any of the graft or hard work that comes with it. The only way that that can happen is if you keep moving forward. You're so absolutely right. Absolutely right, Mubashar. Thank you very much once again. And I welcome. will see you soon. Inshallah. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on, bye. And uh, um, hopefully, inshallah, we can do this again. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's my first time doing a podcast. And uh, I appreciate you having me on, my friend. Thank you, Thank ever you. so much. Thank you very much.